0: Welcome to Ideagen TV. Today we are thrilled to have with us Ashley Mills, CEO of the Vision Council. Ashley, welcome. Thank you, Joy. So great to have you here here today. It's incredible to be live here in Washington, talking about all of the incredible work that you're doing at the Vision Council. And I'd like to start by asking you, what's on tap for 2023?
1: Well, we're off to a great start. Um, The Vision Council is comprised of every organization and company or business that has anything to do with helping people see um, and their vision wellness. And so we are focused very heavily this year on increasing our advocacy and our voice in Washington and globally. And we're also very focused on consumer awareness as well as data and research. And we're doing quite a bit of work already and had a lot of success so
0: far well no doubt you're having a lot of success because you're a leader and we all know that leaders lead and so we here we are in 2023 and I know as you mentioned there's a lot of initiatives at the Vision Council what are a few that you'd like to highlight for the millions of viewers on ideaGen TV
1: I think the most important thing to discuss today is that we're taking a very aggressive position and very clear position that vision care is healthcare. And you'll see that coming through in all of our consumer outreach and all of our advocacy work um it is not a nice to have it is not an extra vision care is part of healthcare, care and it's been proven to actually solve a lot of other health care problems as well as economic problems literacy problems employability and safety issues so vision is a solution
0: um, and it's part of your overall wellness and health you know it's funny uh, we've been talking a lot about wellness and mental health and just the ability to have a holistic approach to well-being and it's profound when you hear stories you and i have had conversations regarding the simplicity but yet the incredible impact that vision has on your life and then your well-being glasses you know reading glasses I'd, i'd love for you to just highlight for a moment a few maybe an example of how reading glasses can help empower an individual.
1: Uh, well, certainly, there have been several studies globally about the economic impact and the boost that is seen when even off uh, off the counter over the counter um, reading glasses are provided to workers who are doing close up work that requires them to see, such as tea pickers, um, women who are doing beading and bead work to feed their families. Um, it increases productivity, so it's good for the employer, but it also allows families to earn enough um, to live and take care of their children.
0: Incredible. And, and so we're here in Washington. Uh, we can see the Capitol, the White House, and all these other beautiful monuments and places where, uh, where regulatory and where laws begin and are put into effect. And so what is the Vision Council? What are you leading on There's so many things I know, but what are a few of the things you're leading on that you want to see impacted by the folks here in Washington?
1: We're part of um, an initiative at the United Nations level. We're part of a group called the Friends of Vision, um, where we were able to successfully secure the first ever United Nations General Resolution, um, announcing and, and underscoring Vision's impact on solving at least eight, if not more of the sustainable development goals for 2030. And so what we're trying to do here in Washington is translate that global message and that global affirmation into each government um, in all capitals around the world, but the Vision Council is focused, of course, on the US government. Um, So one issue that we're really hopeful to see again this year is Medicare expansion, including Vision Health, Uh, We got close a couple years ago, and we got close a couple years before that. Um, But we're hopeful that it'll be something that is talked about again this year, and that vision will take its place as part of healthcare and not an add-on to healthcare.
0: And so, shifting gears a bit, uh, research. Mm -hmm. So, the vision council is at the fore of helping to further to help folks understand to help to interpret with our uh, esteemed colleagues here in Washington, Mm -hmm. the importance of what this research can do and how it can change the world. And so what are a few examples of that? We've had a banner year already.
1: Um, The Vision Council's board has very strongly supported us in investing in our research department and our data capability, even during COVID when we were Um, just really trying to survive. We made significant investments. I am so proud of the talent that we've assembled at the Vision Council. We have absolute geniuses working for us and they have very quickly moved to improve uh, our data collection, our data integrity, our forecasting and our analysis. And we were able at the beginning of January to completely restate the size of the US optical market. Um, it is now stated uh, by the Vision Council at $76.5 billion. Wow. So just in the U.S. alone, Vision is an incredibly important and significant industry. And we use that data to attract people's attention mm-hmm. to the importance of the products. Um, when you think about Vision Care, you find something that sits firmly in the intersection of lifestyle and healthcare, care. And that has potential to to grow exponentially.
0: Well, and and as you think about the impact and we've seen the incredible impact, and and you all also serve as we've talked about with other organizations on Ideagen TV as a trusted source of information for this very important area. Um, uh, I understand it. I, I, I have contacts and I, it, it, these things change your life. They can absolutely change your life. And um, I'd like to focus a bit on partnerships and collaboration. Um, You come from a place where you really espouse um, from in, in your career, I've seen you in action with developing and appreciating and really fostering these partnerships and collaborations. So what are some examples?
1: Well, thank you for saying that, first of all. Um, And partnerships are critical to the success of any organization, and any initiative. Um, We might not always agree with every partner on everything, but we certainly can't be working at cross-purposes because it undermines everyone. Um, And we have a common goal here, and that's to promote the power of vision. Um, So one of the strongest partnerships that we've formed over several years now is um, the NGO group that we're part of, the Friends of Vision. Um, That that coalition is comprised of foundations, nonprofits, businesses, the World Health Organization, among others. And we, um, as I mentioned, successfully got our UN general resolution um, recognizing vision as a solution. Um, We're now setting our sights a little bit farther down the road and we are working towards a resolution within the world health organization in 2024 that will um, name refractive error as a treatable disease so refractive error is what most of us know as either nearsightedness or farsightedness Um, but what's so powerful about that partnership and the data that we've collected and the the progress that we're making and the and the attention that we're getting hopefully um hopefully at the at the who in just another year um, the the powerful piece of it is that it is so easily addressed so it is as simple as an eye exam and corrective lenses that that's all it is it doesn't require anything else than getting people access to eye exams and corrective lenses and we can solve those problems. Like we know myopia is a global epidemic. We know how many children will be suffering from myopia or not able to read because they can't see to learn because of myopia. Um, We know that's just gonna be, it's, it's going to be crushing. And when you think that vision can solve a list of problems, why not start with addressing vision correction and, and benefit from the cascade effect that it could have.
0: It's an incredible cascade. And I, and I believe you know, the profound element of this conversation is really that the simplicity, the simplicity and the focus really that you're helping to shine a bright light on an issue that's so simply solvable. Mm-hmm. It can be solved, and we like to say solvable at IdeaGen because a lot of the world's most pressing issues, this being one, can be solved and are solvable with a focus and attention to this. Imagine millions of kids across the planet showing up in a classroom, that's what you're conjuring up in my mind, and they can't see the board. Now there's now they're maybe becoming disruptive or they're deemed as maybe not as intellectually capable as their peers, so, so a simple eye exam. Um, right here in the United States as well, we're not talking about developing countries, are we? Are we talking about the U.S. too? We're talking about the U.S. Right. And so that is, while it's disturbing, certainly, I think the conversation like this, where we're talking to millions of people, hopefully someone out there will say, wait, I have a school in my community. I'd like to bring in someone to help uh, develop eye exams and a process for helping these kids uh, that need it.
1: I think that would be lovely. And you have to think about, at the most basic level, a child will never know that they can't see because it's all they've ever known. So they won't express it to you. So they might say that they're having trouble with their reading, or they might say they're having trouble with their math, or they aren't feeling comfortable on the playground. They're never gonna tell you that they think that their vision needs corrected because they've never known the difference. So it it, it has to be proactive. They, they just, they wouldn't, they don't know. They don't know until you put glasses on them and then and then they know
0: what they've been missing. Yeah, I, I saw it in our own twelve-year-old. Rather, I examined the. You know, the. Uh, she was fortunate because we said, "Let's get you an eye exam." And and you know, I saw the difference when she put on her glasses, and now she has contacts. It changed her whole perception of going to school on many levels, yeah. on her confidence level. Mm-hmm. But she's fortunate, right? Yeah. What about all the kids out there that are not as fortunate, where maybe they don't have a parent or someone a guardian that that can help them shepherd, uh, you know, through the ophthalmology process right. uh, to go to their doctor for that. So um, I commend you and the vision council for that because it's um, it's relatable uh, to the millions of folks that are watching to be able to say, well, uh, we've got schools in our community. Uh, who is the vision care specialist in our community? Maybe we can help engage them uh, to help address what is obviously a simple but profound issue. Um, So thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. That's incredible. Um, Which leads us into awareness. So we're trying to raise awareness. You're trying to raise awareness for what you're doing at the Vision Council. How do you do that?
1: One of our strategic priorities is consumer awareness. And so, and that's another place that we really rely heavily on our partners. So, the Vision Council has a really robust communications strategy. Um, It's non branded, so we allow all of our members to use it. And then we also encourage them to share it with their doctors um, so that individual doctors and practices can use all of our assets to help um, communicate with their patients, to help generate more more eye exams, more business. Um, This isn't something that we need to own. This is something that people just need to know about. So it's very much a um, kind of grassroots turnkey model that it's been really well received.
0: And so as we conclude this interview, first of all, I wanna thank you, uh, profound thanks for helping to shine a light, to shine a light on the issue of vision, uh, the importance of vision, and certainly the leadership necessary to help make a difference to change the world connecting it into the global goals of the United Nations is always helpful because this is uh, not just we're not just talking about developing countries here we're talking about right where we are in the United States of America and the same issues that we have here um, which is why the U.S. is part of the 17 Global Goals I think that's uh, an important educational element for the uh, millions of viewers the 17 Global Goals were agreed upon in 2015 by all 193 member states of the United Nations. They're not political. Any issue can be political, but they're not political because you can, it's all about solutions. And so we love the Global Goals as a backdrop for every conversation. And the fact that you've had a resolution go through the UN and you've led that through also is a testament to your leadership, Ashley, and to the Vision Council that you're leading. How? Can our audience find out more about all of the incredible work that you're doing at the Vision Council?
1: Um, we're at the www.thevisioncouncil.org, and um, you're encouraged to follow us on social media as well, where you'll see all of our messaging and campaigns around eye wellness and vision health and healthcare.
0: Ashley Mills, CEO of the Vision Council. Thank you so very much. Thank
1: you, George. Thank you.